Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor with over 30 years experience helping people just like you with natural, holistic healthcare and lifestyle change. Dr. Schaefer is the creator of The Vibrant Lifestyle, a wellness program designed around six fundamental principles that when applied to your life will result in remarkable changes. Again, welcome to Coffee with the Doc, and here's Dr. Schaefer. I ended last week's uh, episode telling you I was going to cover essential oils this week, but I had to change up my schedule just a little bit and move the essential oils episode until next week. But we're going to talk about the uh, purpose of life today. In my vibrant lifestyle, there are six core principles. Proper exercise, proper nutrition, proper rest, proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, proper structure, and purging toxins. Number four is proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And I really feel pretty strongly uh, about having a sense of purpose. And within that number four principle, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, uh, having a purpose is very much a foundation in that area. So I hope I have something uh, for you in today's message. Uh, I truly believe that each and every one of us has a very specific purpose in life. And I mean each and every one of us, all seven plus billion people on the planet. I don't know where uh, any of you are from a spiritual perspective, whether or not you believe in God or whether you don't. Now, I've been in both of those categories at one time in my life. I grew, grew up not believing that there was a God or certainly that he was very active at all in our lives. I'm now convinced that there is a God and that he's very active within our lives. My study of the sciences has reinforced that belief. Even though the majority of scientists seem to want to dispute that there is a God, all the data to me points towards a creator. That's right. The deeper and deeper that scientists go within the cell itself and they utilize those uh, electron microscopes or whatever it is that they have now and the more they investigate our world the more and more intricate design that they find design uh, so intricate and detailed that it's really beyond our comprehension you got to trust me when i tell you that i'm getting a little sidetracked but intricate design doesn't happen by chance and for me that's proof that there is a God, a creator. That's really probably a discussion for another, another day. But if you really want to uh, you know, have a discussion on that topic with me, feel free to contact me. I'd, I'd love to talk to you about it. But whether or not you believe there is a God, whether or not you believe the Bible is God's word, doesn't really matter for the sake of this talk today on our need for purpose. But I'm going to throw out some, uh, some scripture, and, here, and here's the first one. As I believe the Bible does hold a great deal of truths for us, and I'm going to share them periodically. So in uh, Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 7, God's speaking to the nation of Israel. And he's telling them uh, not to be afraid, not to be afraid of things that were happening in their world, that they were precious to him, and that he loved them very much. He concludes verse 7, and he tells them why he created them. He says, For you are called by my name. I created you for my glory. Boiling that truth down, we are all uniquely created to accomplish something with our lives. I believe you'll be much better off finding and accomplishing your purpose. Without a purpose, we tend to drift around like a ship without a rudder. We spend a lot of wasted time on unimportant things. We have no push to grow or stretch ourselves. You ever run into one of those old high school 
uh, friends of yours who hasn't changed a bit, and you walk away from that going, golly, they are the exact same person they were in high school. Well, that's an example of having no uh, push to grow or to stretch yourself. But life has no meaning. We kind of wonder, why am I here? We have a lack of motivation and really uh, no success in life. When you have a sense of purpose, there's a sense of direction. Decision-making and prioritizing become a lot easier. Our desire to learn and expand ourselves is there. We tend to grow as a human being, as an individual. Life has meaning. We have a lot of drive. And you are successful by whatever definition that you have. But you will be successful. It will be very gratifying for you. That's why purpose is a significant component of principle number four, having proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. But on top of that, there's also some health benefits to having a purpose. Uh, number one, you will live longer. There's numerous studies, and I talk about folks that uh, uh, have grown to be 100 years old, the centurions, um, they've done a lot of studies on them, but those that have a sense of purpose live longer. Having a sense of purpose lowers your risk of cardiovascular disease, also lowers the risk of Alzheimer's and dementia. It actually, it's two and a half times more likely to develop Alzheimer's or dementia when you don't have a sense of purpose in your life. We handle pain and difficulties better. We have better relationships. We're more engaged with our family and friends. And we have a higher degree of resiliency. That means we have an ability to overcome challenges more, turning, le turning a lemon into lemonade, so to speak. Here's what a couple of uh, folks that you may have heard of uh, have to say about having a sense of purpose. Ralph Waldo Emerson. The purpose of life is not to be happy. Hmm, that's interesting. That it is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. And here's uh, Robert uh, Brine. The purpose of life is a life of purpose. Well, again, there's probably uh, numerous uh, biblical texts I could bring out, but probably the most well-known is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And I truly believe that God did create each and every one of us, and he does have a plan and a very specific purpose for each and every one of us in our lives. So we have a need for purpose in our lives. And that's really, regardless of where you stand, from a spiritual perspective, it doesn't matter. Research scientists and mental health workers all agree that the above statement on that fact that we need a purpose in life is true. Unfortunately, I don't know that a large number of people understand the importance of purpose. In my chiropractic practice, I have a wide spectrum of demographics from teenagers, college-age students, Folks that have recently gotten out of college and are starting to work, we have a lot of working class moms and dads. We go right down the list all the way to the retired folks. I like to dig in and ask them a lot of questions about, about life and uh, where, where they're headed, uh, why they chose certain things. It seems the high schoolers, their purpose is simply to get through high school and, and most of them to try to get into college. Uh, the college-age students, theirs is pretty much... Uh, you know, to get through college and get a job. Those that have recently gotten out of college, uh, and they're starting to get it on with life, and they're trying to figure out how they can make some money and, and pay off all that college debt. Um, working class moms and dads are kind of on that hamster wheel trying to raise kids and, 
kind of get things going in that direction. And I get down to the retired folks who, you know, they have raised their kids, they've they've had their careers, and now they're retired. And unfortunately, I, I don't find very many of them that have a sense of purpose. And a lot of studies have been done on retired folks. Uh, those that are retired have a 51% increase in mortality when they don't have a purpose. So having a purpose uh, is necessary for us from a uh, psychological sense as well as a physical sense. We benefit from a sense of purpose. Let's take a look at you know how we find out what our purpose is. I've acquired uh, I've acquired a lot of tools uh, uh, for one reason or another. Uh, a couple of years back, uh, my son-in-law and I were uh, going through my tool shed. I have like a 20 by 12 tool shed. I got one of those big tool boxes on wheels that stands about eye level with all the drawers and tools all over the walls on, on pegboards, etc. But as we were going through my tool shed, we found an additional 13 tool boxes that were all full of tools that I had acquired from my father and my uh, father-in-law. So we started going through the, these things, uh, putting them away, finding a place for them. We came across, uh, you know, a lot of odd-looking tools. At least they were odd-looking to me. Uh, I asked, uh, I asked Matthew what uh, most of the ones were for that I didn't have any clue of. He had an answer for most of them. Some of them we had to kind of look up. But each and every tool, no matter how odd-looking it was, had a very specific purpose that it was created for and that it was made. And that's just like you and I. You know, even if we're odd-looking, um, we have a unique purpose. Uh, we were uniquely made. And, and we have a very specific purpose, each and every one of them, just like those tools. We are all unique with a unique and different purpose. I, I recently, recently took and completed a workshop by uh, Nolan Rollins. That was called GPS. Now, in that workshop, you determined what your purpose was. We all figured out that we were uniquely made, and we had a unique purpose, each and every one of us. So our purpose, uh, in, in according to this this workshop is determined by a number of factors, kind of like those tools that we were talking about, how each and every one of them was uniquely made with uh, unique aspects to each of the tools to accomplish something. But our purpose is determined by a number of different factors, our personality, the experiences we've had, abilities and strengths that we have, our passions, uh, the gifts and values that we have. Let's take a look quickly at each of these uh, personality um, if you haven't realized it, each and every one of us has a different personality. You may have taken one of these uh, personality tests. I've taken a number of them uh, through my life, but they determine kind of what your personality type is. And with each one of those types, you have some tendency or strengths in that type, whether it be leadership, uh, whether you're someone who can inspire and enthuse other people. Maybe you're a great team player, you know, behind, behind the scenes type person. Some of you like to serve. Others are, are support-type individuals. Some of you are very organized in your personality. But we each have a personality type, and a list of characteristics goes on and on with that. But, it, but it's unique to you. We also have uh, experiences. And, and whether you're a young person or a more mature person, <laughs> I'll say it that way, we all have a vast variety of different experiences in our life, whether it be in business uh, or in a marital or relationship experience, maybe you have uh, experiences in, in teaching your children or other young people. We also typically have some heartbreak as we go through life. All of 
your life experiences, uh, be it good or bad, can be utilized for good. For example, if you had maybe uh, a drinking or a drug problem or, or some other hang-up that you had that you've been able to overcome in your life, that's a negative experience, but overcoming it is positive, and you, above all, can relate to someone else that may have a similar type problem where someone who's never had an issue with that may have a harder time relating to another individual who's struggling with that. So good experiences, bad experiences are all part of the makeup of who we are. Each of us also has different abilities, again, whether it is business, uh, leadership type abilities, whether we're organized in nature, maybe we are great at designing things or figuring out issues, possibly selling. My son-in-law, for example, is a, is a fix-it kind of guy. seems like he can fix just about anything. doesn't matter what it is. But maybe you have abilities in writing, performing, musical talents, and the educational fields. Again, the, the list goes on of different abilities that each and every one of us have either by nature or have acquired or been trained in through the years. We also have different strengths. Uh, again, natural or learned strengths. But one of, the, one of the key things is is passions that we have, things that are on our heart, because passions really kind of fuel some of the missions that uh, that we want to have in life. In other words, your purpose is, is kind of fueled by the passion that you have. Maybe it's for homeless folks or the unemployed. Maybe it's young people that need education or tutoring. Possibly it's young married couples that, you know, that are struggling. Uh, how many young married couples don't kind of struggle in their first years of marriage? Maybe you have a heart for those people in, in countries where there's a lot of hunger. Possibly, like myself, uh, health concerns or passions for health or men, men's issues. Maybe you're great with finances and helping individuals in business and or their personal life with their finances. And you have a passion for those things. Well, this goes on and on. It's really, uh, truly a, a, a mile long. But all of those things kind of wrapped up, that is who you are. It is who you are today. And that person that you are this very day, that's the person that needs to be engaged and contributing in our society. And when should you do that? Right now. If you had a, a business, for example, and, and just a handful of employees that you could put together that had different talents and skills, Maybe one had a marketing degree, an accounting degree. One had a bubbly personality. Well, I don't think you'd put the marketing person, you know, to head up doing your books and the accounting person answering the phone and the bubbly personality person in the back filing somewhere. No, you'd put them where they were gifted and where their strengths could be utilized the best. If you put them in all the wrong places, you have a great team of people, but they're just not accomplishing what they could be and it's a very inefficient way to run your business. You'd have the marketing person doing your marketing, the accounting person doing your accounting, and the bubbly personality. You'd have them out front where they could make people feel uh, important and, and loved as they came into your particular business. So you'd utilize them. Well, just like a business, that's how life is. That's how a society is. Wherever you are, it's a, it's a similar situ situation. There's lots of specific needs that are out there in our community, and whether it's in a business or some other, some other role, maybe within your own family. How do we go about doing all of this? Well, I don't know uh, specifically for you, 
But I do know that God has created each and every one of us with a specific personality, gifts, talents, passions, learned skills, specific abilities, experience, whether they're good or bad. And I believe that each and every one of us has a purpose. We should be living on mission each and every day, utilizing how we have been created to benefit other people. Uh, I had an interesting experience years ago on, on a friend of mine um, who had a specific health condition. He struggled with getting over that condition, but when he found someone else with the same condition and started to help that individual with that same condition, guess what happened to his condition? He started to get better as well. So when we're helping out others and contributing to the benefit of other people, it's amazing how much better we do. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Do you have a specific purpose or mission statement for your life? Do you live on mission, if you will? Well, if you don't have a mission statement, if you don't live on mission, if you don't seem like you have a purpose, let's talk a little bit about how to get started with that. First of all, you have to know who you are. We listed all the traits that are kind of important, your personality, your experiences, your abilities, strengths, passion, gifts, and values that you have. So you start to put it together. I'd put it down on paper and figure out exactly who you are. Number two, I'd seek the counsel of others. If you believe there is a God, well, you better hear from God and ask him if you believe he created you on what he'd like you to do. I heard one uh, individual tell us that you can't be successful in life without hearing from God. If, he, if you believe he's the one that created you, then you better talk to him about what he would like you to do. I develop a personal mission statement. That's a one sentence, not a page for a mission statement. My mission is this. My mission is to intentionally lead others to a relationship with God through my chiropractic practice and the Vibrant Lifestyle Program. It's not huge. It's not bullet points. It's one sentence. Now, I also have a vision of what that's going to look like, which does have some bullet points, how I'm going to reach others with that. What's the end result going to be? As I'm helping people with health care and bringing them closer to their creator, I know what that looks like. And I have a very specific plan of action for all of that. So I'm going to date myself just a little bit. I don't know if any of you have seen the movie City Slickers. It's, it's probably early 90s. Um, there was a character in there. He was a trail hand. He, he led these uh, group of people across the, across the plain with a group of uh, cattle. And his, his name was Curly. He, he was kind of a special guy. Uh, Billy Crystal was in the movie, and, and he, he's uh, rounding up some strays with Curly, and, and he asks him, you know, what the secret of life was. And, and Curly hold, holds up one finger, and he says, just one thing. It's just one thing. You stick to that, and the rest don't mean blank. <laughs> Billy Crystal uh, asks him, what is the one thing? And Curly turns around with a smile and says, that's what you have to find out. Well, that's really true. If you don't have a purpose, you will struggle through life, emotionally, spiritually, physically. As you find your purpose, life will change for the better. Now, I didn't say that you wouldn't have hurdles and you wouldn't have challenges, because really anything worth doing will probably have some challenges and it will require some work, but you will not regret living on purpose. Well, we're out of time and uh, I need to wrap this up next week uh, we will have an interview with a dear friend of mine allison alexander and we're going to talk about essential oils what they are how they're used what they're used for and, and how you can get these 
product. So do me a favor, please uh, share this podcast with others. Uh, we want to help as many people as we possibly can. We're going to be putting these out uh, on a weekly basis. So thanks for stopping by Coffee with the Doc.